This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at iLikeYou.com. Now, let's get started. I'd like to give a very warm Winnipeg welcome to Therese, who's in Calgary right now. And, and Calgary is your home, correct, Therese? Yeah, I was born and raised here. Uh, well, you know, young lady, uh, what attracted me when I saw, your, uh, saw you and heard your, some of your music is that you really um, are the epitome of young musicians today, um, doing it all. And my goodness, you're 24 and some of the things that you've accomplished. Pretty incredible. So let's uh, fill us all in, Therese, when you, with your personal story on how you got to where you are today. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you so much. Um, I started loving music when I was really young. I used to actually sneak into my brother's room. He was given this guitar by my parents, and I would sneak in and play his guitar. My parents were like, that's actually nice. Don't touch it. <laughs> um, and so they ended up getting me my own guitar, like kind of the Toys R Us, like little, little plastic thing. And I loved it with my whole heart. I just loved it. And I started writing songs on there and I just really fell in love with music at that age. And when I was about 16, I decided that this was the route I wanted to go. And initially I started as a songwriter, mostly in the country scene, being from Alberta. Um, and then I ventured off into pop and now I do R&B, K-pop, hip-hop, a lot of different genres. And you've also uh, are very creative and have a pretty smart and savvy marketing and social media background too. I mean, you've done, done a lot of that work too as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as an independent artist, initially you kind of have no choice but to learn how to do everything. And I really just enjoy the creative aspects of it and just throwing myself at creativity, whatever it might be, I think is really fun. And I think it's really fun to wear different hats and try on different positions. Um, and I just really enjoyed that. Wow. Okay, so let's talk about your latest song, Hot Mess. That's it's a very catchy tune, but I, I love the lyrics too as well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. So give us a little background on, on Hot Mess. What is it all about? Yeah, so I actually went on a date and I left, it was actually my wallet, in an Uber. And the next day I spent the morning trying to get my wallet back. And I just was poking fun at myself being like, oh my gosh, you're such a hot mess. And I ended up just sitting down and writing this song, waiting for the Uber driver to get back to me. Um, just kind of poking fun and, and giving myself some grace and, and allowing myself to be a hot mess. And I thought that 
um, given just so much heaviness in the world right now, just a light, fun song to be like, if you're messy, I am too. Let's own it. We'll get it tomorrow. <laughs> I thought that would be a good time for a song like this. And how has it been for you, uh, Therese, through all of this, the isolation, pandemic, obviously not being able to, let alone see your friends, but even get into a recording studio? How have you kind of pivoted? Yeah, I've actually found it's been almost like a creative incubator in a way because you have so much time to create. Instead of scheduling time to create during my normal schedule, mm -hmm. um, it's just whenever the inspiration hits, whenever you just want to write a new song, you can. And that's that's been actually a really cool and beneficial because I know that when things go back to quote unquote normal, um, that probably won't be the case. And so I'm trying to just really enjoy that. Um, I'm a very optimistic person, so I'm like always <laughs> looking for the silver lining. It's definitely, I think, just like anybody, it's been a struggle, it's been an adjustment. Um, but I think I'm just really trying to look for the positives and see all the ways that it has benefited my career and my creativity. What kind of messaging or what kind of music uh, do you want to create, Therese, for your fans, but also sending a message to young women, young women like yourself, um, that may want to get into the business too, as what you're in? What kind of music uh, would you want to be known as? Yeah, well, actually, I'm really excited because I'm about to release my first EP. And on that EP, there's topics like the pressures of social media, mental health, um, and the classic getting through heartbreak. And I really, um, I really admire writers that can write songs other than just relationship type songs. Mm -hmm. And it, I'll be honest, as a writer, it's a struggle because it's so <laughs> easy to pull from um, those types yeah. of situations. But I think the more that we normalize talk around um, the pressures of social media and, and mental health, like we've been working on, um, on creating these stigmas that just they're not serving young women. Mm -hmm. um, and although we know that there's pressures around social, social media, we're not really seeing a lot of that come into art and talking about that and talking about ways to actually work with that instead of just, yeah, there's pressures around social media and that's the end of the discussion there. Um, really kind of diving into that's actually normal to feel that way. You're, you're normal. This is a new thing. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's interesting that you do talk about that. Social media is like the biggest way, right, for young artists to get their music out nowadays. Um, and you're also on TikTok. Okay, I, I confess, I don't know a lot about TikTok, but obviously heard a lot about it. So how are you using TikTok or, or what do you find uh, that you like TikTok so much or maybe not? Yeah, I think with any social media, there's the upside and the downside. TikTok, just the same. Um, it's algorithm-driven content. So whatever you're looking at it and liking, it's just going to serve you more of that. So if you're in a negative headspace and you're looking at negative things, then TikTok's mm -hmm. going to continuously serve you up negative things. Um, so don't love it in that sense. But um, I've made a funny video that kind of caught on. Um, that was essentially like 
Don't be polite to men that creep you out. Don't be polite to men that creep you out. Don't be polite to men. It's not your job to comfort them. Don't be polite to men that creep you out. And that was one of the coolest experiences I've had on the app because all of these um, mothers started recreating it with their children doing it. Um, and really the messaging, like, I kind of threw it out there as a joke. I didn't really get too in-depth into it. And the message is not, don't be polite to men. I think everyone deserves respect. But it was validating women that if you're in an uncomfortable situation, you don't need to be polite. You need to be safe and you need to do what you need to do to get out of there. And sometimes, yeah, maybe that is being polite. But it's also just having the message that, it, you got to do what you got to do. Your safety is number one and you need to look out for yourself in those situations. And um, yeah, seeing mothers recreate that with their kids, I was like, wow, this platform has so much more to it than just funny videos. And that was really the first time I, I got to witness that for myself on TikTok. Well, congratulations. That is very cool. And what a message. And Thank you're right. You. I mean, if you can figure out all these platforms and use it like that to your advantage, then wow, sky's the limit for you. And I just wanted to quickly add, so you, home says Calgary and Nashville, so you've spent time in Nashville too as well? Yeah, I've spent quite a bit of time in Nashville. Um, I typically spend about half my year there. I absolutely love Nashville. It feels like my second home and I'm really, really looking forward to going back. So who have you worked with? Um, actually, having been there so much, most of my friend group is based there now. And so it's awesome because a lot of my friends are in the industry and we get to relate over this weird, wild um, industry that is can be quite challenging to relate to. And so I get to work with a lot of my friends, which has been amazing. I get to work with um, artists as a songwriter in the room, writing for them. Um, producers. I actually just started to get into my own um, music production as well this year. So I'm looking forward to being able to flex those skills once I'm back. Oh my goodness. Well, you're a one woman, mighty woman machine there. Um, so you. it's it's been crazy. I know this year has been crazy. Do you look forward to the day where you can be on stage in front of fans? Absolutely. Absolutely. I do. I miss it with my whole heart. I think that hopefully this has been a time where we really realize how treasured those um, experiences are. And I think the concerts and sports games are very similar in that it's like this big exchange of energy and you get to be in a room with all these like-minded people. Um, and I think that I horribly miss that and I'm sure other people are feeling it too, whether they're the ones on stage or in the audience, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Oh, well, we can hardly wait to come and see your next concert, Therese, and you will play us out with an acoustic version of Hot Mess? Yes, you got it. Okay. All right, this is Hot Mess. Waking up today, real hungover, oh, I left my phone in the Uber, made out with the guy, and he's super delicious like a cupcake, and my taste you must take me hot foods, tired vixen, bottle of booze, in the kitchen, burn cigarettes, and my ambition, I had a hell of a night, I remember 
Listening. This has been a production of iLikeQ.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. I'm Jeff Woods and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on BlastTheRadio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's BlastTheRadio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.